Welcome to the Let's Talk program, listeners. Tyler Friel with you on WISR, 680 AM, 107.5 FM. This is Let's Talk, our half hour where we sit down and chat with different organizations, nonprofits, and healthcare entities about the latest happenings they have going on in their organizations. And today's conversation takes us to our monthly chat with the VNA, the Visiting Nurses Association. And today we are joined on the telephone by Susie DeLisandro. She is the VNA Hospice Spiritual and Bereavement Coordinator and Musical Enrichment. So, Susie, thank you for joining us. As always, we appreciate hearing from the VNA, and I hope you're well. Yes, I'm so well. Thank you so much for having me today. So there is a big event that we're going to get into a discussion about and dive through that topic and conversation. But first, we always like to remind our listeners that if you can't stick around for the whole program, we do have you covered in a variety of different ways. You can listen online at WISR680.com. Just look under our programs page, find Let's Talk, and you can find today's conversation with the VNA. We are also now available on Spotify. So if you are a Spotify listener, you can search WISR, Let's Talk, and you can also find today's conversation with Susie and the VNA. So, Susie, I gave you the long title. Uh, maybe if you want to let the listeners know exactly uh, what that means, what is it that you do uh, with the VNA? It's, you know, I just I wear a lot of different hats. That's all. But they all <laughs> go together too. They all they all influence each other. So, I am the spiritual coordinator. And what that means is that I pray with folks in our program, and I offer devotional readings, um, some philosophical insight, um, and then also for the bereavement coordinator hat that I wear, um, I, I talk to our loved ones after the patient has passed. So um, I, I keep in contact with the family um, after hospice services are no longer uh, useful, and I offer just um, an ear. You know, grief is something that is really unique to everyone, um, but yet we all experience it. So it's important to just just follow up with with um, ourselves and with each other after someone has passed away, or really after anything in life has changed. <laughs> so mm. uh, this butterfly event is really. To honor that um, and to to be in community, uh, to kind of look each other in the eye and like, oh, there's other people have experienced loss, and um, and this is, you know, I'm not alone in this. I think that's that's an important theme. But um, well, you mentioned the the butterfly event, so let's talk about that a, a little bit more here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, actually, Susie, if you could just describe to the listeners what the plan is, what the date is, and what the uh, butterfly release event is all about. Yeah, okay. So this is Beyond Memories. It's a community celebration of life, um, and it's a butterfly release it's to take place at the Butler Fairgrounds um, on Sunday, September 10th, and it's just one hour. It's from 1.30 to 2.30, rain or shine. And, and what we do is we offer um, for purchase a monarch butterfly. And at this memorial service, we, we um, have music. We have performers from the community come and play, as well as um, speakers from the VNA hospice will we'll read um, some passages. And then we will 
ultimately lead up to the moment of releasing the butterfly uh, that is purchased in, um, in memory of, of someone who has passed. And also we have this year, this is new, and we're so excited. We have a, a memorial t-shirt that we're offering. It's, it's, um, it's called Beyond Memories, and, and it has butterflies on it, and um, it's gender neutral. It can go, you know, mom or dad would appreciate it, as well as any nieces, nephews, grandkids. Um, it's just something to, a physical thing that, you know, you can hold on to to remember the day um, where you are celebrating the life of those that, that have passed. And it's open to the community. You know, the majority of participants are um, familiar with the VNA hospice program, but it is, it, it is a community event. It's free of charge. You can come and just, just be um, witness to the, to the event as well. Uh, we just, we encourage that you do have a butterfly at the end to, uh, you know, to release as part of the ceremony. How many times have you guys done the butterfly release at the VNA? Oh, great question. So this is the first year I'm I'm <laughs> a, an intimate part of it. So I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say at least six to seven years. I, I might I might be wrong, but we this is a while. This is this is a while. Uh, we've been doing it every year, and um, the volunteer coordinator here at the DNA. She's very um, involved as well, Christy Rudolph. I hope I can name drop there. <laughs> <laughs> she deserves to be name dropped. <laughs> but um, no, the VNA, and we have sponsors from around the, the city too. So we have Jeeps um, and, and Giant Eagle. You know, we have a lot of folks that, that come out and, and support us. So so when you, I mean, yeah, year six, when you talk to family members, when you talk to people who have been there before, what's their takeaway from an event like this? Uh, you know, the imaging, the, the to see the butterflies, to see the gathering of people. What do people tell you or tell people with the VNA what they take away from an event like this? I think a lot of the times it's, it's bearing witness once, um, once again to that community aspect that, okay, we're not the only ones that, that have lost someone. So a lot of the times this expression of, of not, of, of not feeling lonely anymore. Oh, wow. This is, this is not just my experience. We, we all kind of go through this. I know we all talk about it and we imagine in our minds, Hey, yeah, of course everyone experiences loss, but it's that community aspect that a lot of folks pull away from this. Also the symbolic um, meaning behind the butterfly being this this rebirth that happens, you know, it can be a very spiritual experience, and oftentimes tears are shed. You know, oftentimes folks are, um, you know, after the ceremony, you'll find families gathering and, and just talking about the loved one that they're honoring, or they'll they'll even um, compare the butterfly to their loved one. So if the butterfly is like um, you know, a little, every time you release a butterfly, they kind of have to, it looks like a surprise in a way. Mm. Like, whoa, I'm out, <laughs> I'm out of this, you know. <laughs> so there's a lot of joy, too, when the butterfly is released because the butterfly will just kind of dance outside of the, 
envelope it's in and surprise everybody. So, um, you know, it's just this closing. It's also an honoring. There's, there's this sense of, okay, you know, life continues on and, and it's okay to, to have time to really face, you know, any, any emotion that we might be feeling. And again, butterfly release Sunday, September 10th from one thirty to two thirty at the Butler fairgrounds. You talked to a little bit about the sense of community that people get, uh, and the idea, uh, that other people can relate to someone who is going through a similar situation. What do you think is so important about this idea of community that whenever we're, we're going through a time like this to be able to look around at others who live right next to us, our neighbors, uh, you know, people who we know or don't know, but can relate to because they're going through a similar experience. Well, it's just, it gets us out of one, it gets us out of our own heads. I don't know about you, but, uh, I think in crisis, our, our, um, first go-to is what can I control and what can I can what can I understand um and and grief when we lose someone it's so beyond our mind's understanding and I guess we can conceptualize it as best as we can but really it's a physical experience and so being physically with others you know um being able to hug someone or or cry with someone or laugh with someone it doesn't have to be so you know that doesn't have to involve tears but tears are usually just the the nervous system release that a lot of times happens when we're in community um but just also witnessing others grief um gets us out of our own um maybe tunnel vision not that we do it on purpose but a lot of the times we can we can uh, forget that we're not um, alone, and um, it's, it's really being um, bearing witness, but also being held in a way that I think benefits the is the benefit to a community embrace. Mm. Again, our guest, Susie DeLisandro, are talking about the VNA's Beyond Memories Community Celebration of Life and Butterfly release. Uh, this is scheduled for Sunday, September 10th. For people to register, you mentioned the T-shirt uh, to order the butterflies. Are there some deadlines th- that they need to know about uh, in order to make sure that they can secure a T-shirt or a butterfly? Yeah, great question. We would love to have all of our orders placed by September 4th. Uh, this will give us enough time to make sure we have enough butterflies. Um, the do can I can I explain a little bit more? Yep, absolutely. Um, okay, it's twenty five dollars donation for each butterfly, um, and then if you want more than one butterfly, it's twenty dollars. Um, and then you can place the order online, um, by mail or by phone. And, um, again, the T-shirts that we're going to offer at the event will also be available for ordering online um, as well. But we would love to have all orders placed by September 4th. And you mentioned they can do that online. I'm assuming the best one of the best ways to do it is I know I have a thing in front of me that actually has a QR code to get to order it online. But I'm assuming if you look for the VNA, you can start to find your way to, to access and, and order these butterflies online, correct? Well, I I would rather just go ahead and give the, the QR to oh, them. 
the actual so, letters. Wink. I know it's gonna. <laughs> I don't. I think so. Other, actually, I think the most simple way to just to communicate over this medium right now would be to uh, call our phone number. Okay. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we do have an online link and then also by mail. So, um, so again, for I'm going to go ahead and give the, you got the phone number in front of you. <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. Here we go. So to, to order your butterfly, go ahead and leave a message at 724-431-3372. You can order by mail also by sending a check payable to the VNA. And it's to 154 Heinemann Road, Butler, PA, 16001. Get your pens ready because now I'm going to give you the order online. This is the big, this is the big, and I've got the letters in front of me too. So I'm I'm going to double check you as you read this off, okay? (laughs) Okay, here we go. H-T-T-P-S, semicolon, forward slash, forward slash. I-D-F-N dot U-S forward slash F forward slash four nine W-U forward slash N. Okay. So you got it correct. See why I thought maybe <laughs> calling us by phone would be great. Yeah. Yeah, the phone number's a lot easier. Again, that's 724-431-3372 if you do want to order a butterfly again for this event that's coming up Sunday, September 10th. You're saying September 4th by the latest if you would like to secure a butterfly for the event? That's it. You got it. Awesome. So, again, our guest, Susie DeLisandro, we are talking about the Beyond Memories Community Celebration of Life and Butterfly Release. But as you mentioned, Susie, you work uh, with hospice care. Uh, And, you know, in my previous conversations with the VNA, you know, this is a unique time for a lot of families, for a lot of loved ones, for a lot of caretakers, because uh, it's a situation uh, that is sometimes a bit uncomfortable for the families, perhaps a situation that they've never really previously faced. You talk about the spiritual care element. How important is it in your eyes for families to take that time to try to connect spiritually because of just... Again, I use the word uncomfortable. It's the best way that I can describe it. But when you're going through a situation like that, what are the advantages of having a spiritual care advisor to uh, get connected with the VNA service like this? Well, let me just say that uh, that's, you said it so wonderfully, really. Um, it's uncomfortable. It's unknown. Um, and, and spiritual, having someone there with a spiritual background um, and just the spirit, like my presence, or really sometimes I don't even say anything. And really, um, just having someone there, knowing it, it, it opens up the conversation, opens up the the emotions. I, I don't know, I can't really explain it. Um, but one of the one of the really tangible, um, you know, examples that I have is I will I will often call the family and say. You know, hi, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm Susie. I'm the spiritual coordinator, um, and and I, I I'm I'm wondering if if you think maybe a spiritual visit would be useful. I, I offer music while I'm there as well as prayer, and and even that offering um, it reminds us, oh, we're not just um, 
humans. We also have this spiritual part. We also have this this non-physical part that we we need to tend to, whether that's a, a memory that comes up or, or an emotion that comes up. So the spiritual visits address what the nurses might not have time to do, you know, or really the, the psycho, um, the, the, the psychological health, the uh, emotional health, as well as that spiritual piece. So I never will, you know, go in and start preaching, but I, I'm open to any form of devotion, any form of, of bringing um, a higher power, you know, perspective into the conversation um it 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 kind of helps things sort of circle out round out um, feels like a maybe a sort of a completion i'm italian and i'm using my hands and you can't see me (laughs) but (laughs) but what i'm trying to say is it's, it's a really holistic part to hospice other programs you go into you know they'll they'll be very focused on that medical piece or very focused on um, some other aspect, but while the emotions are never tended to usually unless you um, seek out a therapist or something, you know, so, so really whenever we're experiencing anything, um, a, a loss is not just about the person, it's also about the relationships that, that that person is involved in and the memories and so sometimes I, I offer um, just group family support in a way where I, 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 I introduce, you know, concepts of uh, maybe forgiveness or maybe peace or maybe we, we dig into some anger sometimes. So um, just, just uncovering and, and addressing and bringing to light maybe something that, that some other discipline might not be able to have time to do or the eye to really um, see it because as a spiritual coordinator, you, you, you kind of are prone to seeing maybe an, an unspoken or an un, um, a non-physical uh, situation that might be going on. And I don't, and I'm smiling because I said non-physical and now I'm thinking, whoa, you're going to, you're going to think, People are going to be woo-woo, whoa. <laughs> but I'm not, I am a little woo-woo, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, hopefully, that is challenging. You know, I, I just, um, I think at the end of life, we start to, to sense things and we start to feel things that, you know, it's a new situation. It's an unknown scenario. No one's supposed to know what to do. Um and, and so hospice really tries to just uh, provide education as much as we can and support as much as we can. And that spiritual piece, um, people will often say, oh, wow, like this is something that um, I never thought that I could really talk about before or I never really thought of it this way. Um, and, and it can kind of promote peace. In, in the in the unknown and though sometimes not knowing what's happening can be scary so I try to promote peace and um, comfort in, in my in my visits with folks well you mentioned you mentioned grief and I think you know as all of us have experienced some sort of loss 
in our life, I think sometimes you look around and notice that one person you know is grieving in a different way than the other person. When you talk to some family members or loved ones of those who have passed in your role as, as bereavement coordinator, when people do, do people open up to you and tell you that they struggle with understanding as to why they're grieving the way they are and somebody else is grieving differently? How do we understand grief and how, you know, could someone in your role help us, you know, maybe not get through that process, but maybe understand what we're feeling a little bit more? Certainly. And, and, and I, I applaud anyone with the vulnerability and the gut to open up and say that to someone who's really, we might not have known, we might not have um, met, you know, before that, that conversation. Um, you know, depending on the nature of their hospice um, experience, some folks come in for a week, some folks are in for overnight, you know, some mm-hmm. folks are in for months. Um, so there is, there has to be this vulnerability and um, to admit, hey, what the heck's going on? And is it okay to feel this way? Um, so so I, I kind of crave those conversations. <laughs> I love being able to say, of course, you know, yes, your grief is completely unique to you. No, you're not a bad kid if, if you're not you're not hysterical when your sister is, or no, you're not a you know, you're not a bad spouse if if you need to take some time off of work or um, you know, just need to ask for more help throughout the day than you did before. Um, this is um it we're coming face to face with with so many things in this time and, and it's it's only natural to be uh, a little, a little stumped. Oftentimes, I'll talk to folks when they're in a fog state. <laughs> you know, they're mm-hmm. like maybe sort of they understand what's going on in an intellectual way, and you know, they're they're starting to check off the list of things that need to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, really, it sets it starts to settle in. And, um, and I always offer my phone number because even if I call at a time they're in, they're in get things done mode, I say there will be a time when you might feel some calmness and you want to explore these feelings a little bit. And, and we do offer phone support, you know, as a bereavement program where we are a free program, uh, for our hospice families leading into 13 months post that loved one leaving um grief is is usually a study show and let me tell you these studies are are not uh, always inclusive because grief is really unpredictable but but studies do show about six months to two years is what happens is the amount of time that that we can really integrate we can mourn and 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 accept and integrate this loss um and um, the the bereavement program uh, in the in the hospice, we offer um, support up to 13 months. So we'll, we'll, we try to call, we try to make contact um, within the first month, usually within the first week, because I, I I'm just like uh, I'm trying to be as as um, personable as I can, and uh, sometimes. The week of someone's passing is is the time for a grief counselor to say hi. Please, mm-hmm. uh, please know that this is okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and and please 
please know that that this will happen and so um and then we send out mailings so we have this sort of passive uh non-verbal approach and i think that that's so important because uh, sometimes you don't want to talk mm-hmm. you just want to think and you just want to pray or meditate or you just want to uh, listen to something or be still and we, so we offer our mailings and they have these beautiful inspiring passages um, that educate on grief but also invite some sort of reflection practices too so um I really enjoy that part um, of the of the bereavement program. I would love to start offering groups. I I pitched that to the higher ups, and they are fully supportive. So um, we're going to be offering some uh, grief groups where mm. we can meet in person and do some maybe oh, some um, some non verbal things. I I have a master's in music therapy, so I love oh. you know kind of different ways to approach things and uh would love to have that music part well and you mentioned that uh, you're you're obviously music therapy and uh i've talked uh with members of vna when they talk about hospice in the music services it's always intrigued me what what uh you know do you find that people whenever they you know you offer this uh, music therapy what do they find what do they take away from it why is this important for the vna to offer Oh, they, it's socialization, emotional release. You know, uh, we uh, it's it's a different approach to family support, and um, it it feels like this validation of of an emotional experience and in an in the language of an emotion. So, I know that that might sound a little funky, but mm. um, it, it it promotes this sense of validation the sense of safety and also um, um, a sense of peace and connection the the connection that music the, the music can create this sort of container and again my hands are moving <laughs> but the music creates this container and then in that you know you let your mind wander you let your emotions flow you let your breath lengthen and and um, you know, it's just that moment of, oh, I remember, or, or, or that um, memory comes up and you say, oh, I remember when I was a kid and that song was playing or, and you said this, you know, dad, and, and that made, you know, just, mm-hmm. um, it promotes this conversation. It promotes these, these memories that otherwise, you know, you're just going about your day. Um, you might not have that chance to, to share I think I think the theme in all of this, the bereavement, the spiritual, and the music, and even the butterfly event, is that we we want to promote this this feeling of connection, um, even though death is a reality that that we have to navigate and face. Um, conversations, the moments of connection, are really precious, um, and and so if, if if someone's, you know, um, in their last few days with you and, um, you know, sometimes there's not something to say, it's just mm-hmm. something to feel. And that matters, you know, it matters to, to let yourself feel those things. So, um, yeah, we get a lot of 
good positive feedback about the musical enrichment. I bring my I bring my guitar in and uh, <laughs> sing a few, you know, few some. Sometimes I sing praise songs, and uh, it really depends on the situation, the patients, and loved ones around. I I can do a, some rock songs here and there too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just it's this. Um, it's in that you know, so that promotes joy and laughter. Uh, sometimes, sometimes sadness and just a sobering sort of experience of um, of life and and uh, it's a it's a really it's hard to explain honestly. Mm-hmm. It's an experience you have to kind of have. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, our guest Susie De Los Sandro, the VNA. She is the Hospice Spiritual and Bereavement Coordinator, along with Musical Enrichment. Our time uh, has basically run out, Susie. Thank you uh, again so much for for joining us by telephone. But if you want to let the folks know one more time about the Beyond Memories Community Celebration of Life and Butterfly Release, when is this taking place, and when do they need to sign up by? Yes, thank you. Okay, it's taking place Sunday, September tenth. From 1.30 to 2.30 at the Butler Fairgrounds. And um, please have your orders placed by September 4th. And um, you're also welcome to join us the day of and um, and sit in with us. Uh, it's a free event for the community. So please come out and join us. September 10th, 1.30 at the Butler Fairgrounds. Susie D'Alessandro with the VNA. Susie, thanks again for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You take care. If you missed any of our program, you can check it out online, WISR680.com. I'm Tyler Frill saying so long for now.